0: No matter what a stripper tells you, there's no sex in the champagne room, none. Oh, there's champagne in the champagne room, but you don't want champagne, you want sex. And there's no sex in the champagne room. The following podcast is a Carolina boys production. welcome back everyone to crime and entertainment i'm your host hollywood Wade, and today i'm not here with my co-host jaeger Yancey tedder because this is the first day of the new year and that man i'm sure went out partying last night and he has seemingly lost his voice and can't seem to get this done today so you know let's send out some uh some prayers some hail marys for that man to get him back feeling up to speed but uh i wanted to just do a 2021 recap real quick for you guys. We want to appreciate or show our appreciation rather to everyone that's tuned in to the show, that's followed us on Facebook, followed us on Instagram, liked us on uh, you know, all the social medias or YouTube channels and whatnot. We just recently launched the uh the TikTok and we never really expected to get to where we are. We thought we were just gonna do this for a little bit and it just kinda took off and you know, it's beyond anything that Yeager or myself could ever imagine. We wanna thank all you guys for tuning in and listening each and every week. It makes us want to keep doing it, makes us want to keep putting out, you know, better content, good interviews, good guest, and boy do we have one for you guys today. Now, as you heard in the opener, there's no sex in the champagne room, no matter what a stripper tells you. Well, we were able to sit down with one of charleston's elite here and we've got a hell of an episode for you and i can already tell you folks we're probably going to have to have a follow-up episode to this because that was just the backstory to where we are now we gotta we're probably going to have an episode two here uh not not too long from now and we'll sit down and catch up but we're going to get right into this interview here with uh, kit monroe Okay, now if you want to see Kit, she is still dancing around the Charleston area. She also has her OnlyFans. It'll be mentioned in this show multiple times, and you can follow her on all her social medias. All of her links will be put onto our Facebook post and Instagram posts as well. So go ahead, sign up for that. Go ahead and sign up for our OnlyFans as well. And let's get right into the interview here with Charleston's own Kit Monroe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crime and Entertainment. I'm your host Hollywood Wade here. Now today we have a very special guest folks, Charleston's own the infamous everybody's future ex-wife, Kit Monroe. Kit, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is a uh, quite an entertaining moment um in my life. I can't I can't even tell you.
0: Well, that's why it's crime no, I, I and entertainment. I uh,
1: got my outfit ready.
0: I see that. Like I do. I dig the coat. Yeah.
1: I just figured since it's crime and entertainment that, you know, if anybody in the family is out there looking
0: for a
1: wifey that, you know.
0: Yeah. A wifey, a gumada, She is single, folks. Go mm-hmm. ahead and hit her up.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: Now, now, is that a, a state restriction on there? It's, it's wherever. Just hit you up.
1: I mean, I have a passport.
0: so. Oh, man. Okay, so no limitations on you whatsoever.
1: Absolutely not. None, what? except for hard limits.
0: Well, we usually do this at the end of the show, but we might just go ahead and skip to it now. In case you got any gentleman callers out there, where can they find you at on your social medias?
1: Oh, well, let's go ahead and get to that. So, um... I have a link tree, which is Linktree Kit Monroe. But if you go to my Instagram, it is the Burnless Flame.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And my Facebook is Kit Monroe. I also have Twitter. It's Kit Monroe. And most importantly, if you didn't hear anything I said, you can always reach me on my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash Kit underscore Monroe. And that is where you will see more of um, the risky side
0: of kids. kit. The AC, the adult content there for sure. Yes. Now we're going to get into, you know, where we're at now with all of these types of things and how COVID affected, you know, everything to get you here. And a lot of people that it, it hurt some, but it also helps some when they had that creative side. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what I want to get to. But let's just go first things first. Where did Kit Monroe grow up? What part of town are you from?
1: Uh, Kit Monroe is a nomadic, nomadic one. Um, I was born in Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. For mm-hmm. anyone who does not know the slang there, but if you don't, then um, look it up. And then I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and then to Memphis, to San Diego. To Nashville, to Charleston,
0: that's and a, then to the moon. That's a that's a lot of bouncing there. Um, now, yeah,
1: I like to bounce.
0: W- oh my word! Okay, <laughs> now is that was that all? Was that job related, family relocation? What what's with all that travel back and forth there?
1: Um, parents' divorce, relocating, and going
0: doing this
1: little thing you know i got you. you deal with her no you
0: deal with her no you deal with her <laughs> uh problem child were we oh
1: no i was just a little bit too much for one cup is all
0: okay all right so you needed you needed both cups at the table there so
1: yes let's... i like to double price some
0: oh my okay folks so you get that instagram handle didn't you all right
1: yes the burnless flame just, just the burnless flame
0: just the burnless flame <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about your only fans and everything so obviously you're in the industry the sex industry if you will what was your first introduction to this at all and around what age were you at the time oh
1: gosh okay well i have, I have like a pre-introduction okay and then my introduction we're
0: gonna we're gonna go so we're my gonna cover them all
1: introduction My pre-introduction, senior year of high school, I am on spring break. I'm living in San Diego. My girl's dancing at a club in Phoenix. And she's like, come dance with me. And our our life plan was to have me move back to Phoenix and we were going to dance all summer. And then I got there. I did it for one weekend and I didn't like it. Really? (laughs) I didn't like it. And then um, a few winks and a shy later, I ended up becoming a webcam model. Um, and this was much later in life, I would say, if we're looking at time like that. And I went on there in a nude mom bra is what everyone was telling me that was in my chat room um i didn't realize that was what I, they were like what are you wearing i'm like what do you mean what am i wearing i'm wearing my my bra like I, what and they were like it's it's like a full mom like you know they were expecting me to like unhook it or something right so um yeah i definitely was you know green very green
0: yeah. New to the game, as they say.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and I did that for about uh, three, four years. Um, and then one of my friends, my dear, sweet friend, Ashley C. Baby um, had a a video shoot for one of her songs called Isabella mm-hmm. at a local gentleman's club because the song is about um, taking home someone from a jealous club. Uh-huh. You guys need to listen to it. Ashley's baby Isabella. well. And um, when I was sitting there waiting for us to, you know, start filming, I was just kind of looking around and I just got comfortable. I have major social anxiety, which people are like, really? But when I was able to sit there and there was nobody in there and just kind of absorb it, I realized I wanted to go from not just talking to people on a screen to being able to interact with people in person, not just for mostly for my mental health. Um, Because when you get to the point where you're always talking to a screen, it's like, ah, like I just need to have like some real human interaction. So, but I do love both sides of that, being able to talk to people all over the world and things like that. So um, I do like being able to do both.
0: Okay. So your first instance where you said you danced and you didn't like it, how big of a gap you said about three year gap before you ever tried anything like that again, or was it shorter Now, Like 10, 10 years. Holy shit. That's a big gap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so you just you you obviously got into it again. I'm not trying
1: to get away my age here. Okay? No, no, no. I'm not trying
0: to get your age. I'm not but that's a big gap. I mean, that's ten years. That's yeah. I mean, that's uh, you can do a lot in ten years. Yeah. So I mean, what did <laughs> you sure. did you have any aspirations or callings to do anything different in that ten years? Like what did you try out? <laughs> Any professions um, or
1: yeah, I have had many, many, I've lived many lives. Right. Um I originally went to school to be a teacher. Really? And yes. And I went to school for early childhood education.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I decided to go to hair school, graduated hair school at Paul Mitchell, Charleston. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And then I just decided I really didn't want to do hair on a full-time basis. Right. So um, because I'm such an entrepreneur, I like to be able to do things that give me freedom. And when, obviously, you can make your own schedule as a cosmetologist, but I have so much other things on my plate right now that, you know, people tell me all the time, you're doing too much. You do too much. And I'm like, I don't think there is a thing is too much, you know, like I'm in the middle of trying to write an album, but I'm doing that for my own personal self, just for therapeutic reasons. Will I put it out there? Maybe probably most likely. Um, but it's not, it's not something I'm on a deadline. Otherwise, you know, I have the kit show and I'm also trying to help, um, Mm -hmm. You know, we have the grilled cheese show and we're trying mm-hmm. to build the production studio mm-hmm. that uh, has just opened up for any photographers, videographers that need any type of media. Um, and we also record music there and all that, but it's just so much on my plate, including dancing and also making sure I take care of um, my my fans on OnlyFans um, and my puppy. So it's just, you know, a lot, of, a lot of stuff, but I like it like that.
0: Juggling a lot, for sure. Um, when you got into the camming, did you find that just more comfortable because it was your own setting and you could do your own thing when you wanted to? Was that kind of an appeal to it? I know later you said you, you kind of wanted some interaction, but was that maybe the appeal at appeal the beginning?
1: The appeal at the beginning was, and it's still, you know, I still love, doing it once in a blue it's just not something that i want to do every day but i still do cam and i do video um chats with my fans all the time but it just becomes where you literally have to learn how to talk to yourself Mm. and you know if you're talking to someone in person There's an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. And if they're not giving you any energy back, you don't have to keep giving them energy. You move on. But on the internet, you have to continue to give the energy and not knowing if anyone is reciprocating.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. So, So,
1: um, I don't feel like I answered your question, though.
0: No, no, you did. Yeah, that's what we were getting at. Excellent. (laughs) <laughs> um so you said when you went to the the shoot there for the video you kind of felt at home and at ease there so
1: absolutely
0: so that kind of and, then, led and you... that was
1: another thing is i um when i went there i already had known several dancers that worked there so when i went into work it wasn't like you know, a lot of times these clubs can be very intimidating when you come in as a new person. And if you know absolutely no one, then you have to prove yourself. Right. And even if you do know someone, you have to prove yourself, but you at least have support, you know, and at the end of the day, it just was kind of like a comfort blanket. So
0: Okay. now this was, where'd you say San Diego here, or is this somewhere different at this time? Cause I-
1: when I started dancing, yeah uh charleston
0: oh so you were here okay so you had done all the bouncing you were here in charleston now if we're going back would that have been and
1: that's when they put me in the paper the pandemic started for that yeah
0: i do remember that so yeah was it what the slipper at the time when this was going on or was it silver
1: slipper yes different owners
0: well, since um, I've lived in Charleston, that thing's been about five different things. I think it was Jaguars. Then it was diamonds, Stilettos, Diamonds, Slipper. Um, it's been, it's been quite, not that I know all these names, but <laughs>
1: everyone, everyone talks about the B-O-Y-O, byob B-Y-O B-Days and how great they were.
0: Okay. And, so um, I wasn't aware that they ever had B-Y-O B-Days. I knew the one across the street did.
1: Well, I could be wrong, but I do, do know we used to have a shower room.
0: That could be the other. That could be the bell. That's the bell.
1: No, we had a shower room in the in
0: in the, the slip club room. there. Okay. Wow. Before my time. Okay. Obviously, I've never been in that part of the room there. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's if you walk okay. into the left.
0: Okay. What to the back room?
1: Right by the bar to the left.
0: Uh, hell, I didn't even know there was a room there. Doesn't look like it. I guess that's probably the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. All right, so you're you're doing your thing there. How did you? As you started, you know, dancing more often, more frequently. Was it something you enjoyed? I mean, it was just, you know, it was.
1: I gosh. love it. Love I've it. been I've been dancing perf- as a trained dancer in ballet, tap, jazz, hip-hop, lyrical, you name it, in that type of field my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to actually be on Broadway when I was little, and then I kissed too many boys at a New Year's party, and I got mono, and then I had to homeschool for a year because I kept relapsing because every time I felt better, I would go really hard and then get sick again. hmm you know, life choices, guys. So,
0: Mono was um, a kissing I, disease.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I loved to do that. So, I don't know who I got it from, where I got it, who I gave it to, but happy New Year's, everyone. Um, and yeah, so I was on competition dance, stopped doing that. And, um, but I've always, dance and i'm super flexible so it was something very easy for me just to kind of pick up
0: so in a sense those things obviously help you because i've never took a pole dance class myself but i've got i know people who have and that is not an easy thing to accomplish folks i mean i know y'all want to sit there and say well you know just going around and that's it's not easy to do that it takes no. a tremendous amount of strength and I'm guessing maybe inner core strength to go there and balance and, and things like that. Did you pick that up pretty easy? Because granted, you know, those classes that you took doesn't maybe translate to the pole. How did you get used to the pole?
1: At work? I never actually have taken any pole classes. Um, I have wonderful friends that have incredible studios like Scarlet rays. Um, that we filmed this kit show at. She's always said, "Look, if you want to come in and learn more, whatever but for me, um, I I'm an entertainer right. so I understand the poll and I can I can definitely work the poll, but I understand also to how to gauge my audience right the crowd. a lot of times they rather you be closer to them than on the poll. right. So yeah, I can flip upside down and twirly whirly, but they rather me be right near them if I can. So I do, I do it all.
0: So you work, like you said, you work the audience that you can see. You can probably gauge. We gotta like, yes, yes. <laughs> Give them a little shimmy there. You, yeah, <laughs> you can probably gauge pretty quick because I've I've been in a lot of these in my lifetime. And you have the guys that are there to spend money and are there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. You've got the guys there guys there that guy are water. Yes,
1: the guy drinking water.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you hear that, fellas? And then you have your guys, yeah, or that, the
1: guy in sweatpants. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't think I've ever wore sweatpants to the, the strip club. <laughs> well, it's a thing. So you can spot them. Probably who's going to be more apt to. Spend some money, have a good time, or those that are just there, maybe because they're heartbroken or, or whatever the case may be. You can you can probably spot that before you even walk up. Yeah,
1: i I'm an empath, mm-hmm. so I a lot of times can feel people's energy the second they walk in the room. Yeah.
0: Now I know people might not equate these to being the same thing, but in a lot of ways, I think it is. You know your stripper entertainer, however you want to word it often probably becomes a counselor too a lot of the night. Right.
1: Well, that's why I'm going to school to become a psychologist because I absolutely love studying human behavior. So this is basically field work for me.
0: It, um, perfect. So
1: when people come in and they are hurting um, or when, you know, I absolutely, for some reason, the local dancer to some is a comfort zone and they feel safe there. And it's like, okay, I just want to tuck away for a second and just. And so sometimes they want to be, you know, just to have someone to have a good time with, but other times they want to process some things. Right. So, um, yes, I definitely, love that part of my job i've always tried to make sure people feel filled when they live, leave not you know physically best,
0: right but yeah you know. yeah i mean got <laughs> got whatever they were I, looking for in that night out whether it is literally yeah. to get so i mean i've been in establishing about that before you know if you're you're in a fight or you're in a breakup or whatever you're not really there i guess to have a good time you're there just to get your mind off of it and if that happens however way, whether it be through conversation or what have you, it, uh, it's all for the better.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And they will Um, remember that conversation whenever they want to come back in there and have a good time. They will remember that conversation they had with you.
1: Absolutely. Yes. I, um, I definitely feel that I was put on this earth to help people and to be a light And I'm able to thankfully be able to go into places that are not necessarily an ordinary place and be a light and kind of a dark place. So
0: that's good. Um, and you kind of, you segued into kind of what I was going to hear, you know, like you said, not, I guess would be the, not an ordinary place is a, a decent way to put it with this comparison, when you yeah. danced for a while i'm assuming business was good you obviously knew how to read a crowd um but then covid come around okay and that mm-hmm. hurt a lot of strip clubs a lot of gentlemen's yes. clubs a lot so it, it put ha- a lot of you guys out of work
1: all works. of my business
0: for sure right cuz well uh, i mean people don't have the money to come in obviously the 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 clubs just closed the doors right was that kind of how that happened
1: Yes. Um, so the day after the clubs closed, my boss at the time ended up testing positive for COVID. I, the day before got in trouble with my boss because I was on Facebook live spraying Lysol into my mouth. Um, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Uh, it says it kills 99.9% of bacteria. What do you mean? And he showed me the part where it says you're not supposed to swallow it, but he got COVID and I didn't. So I'm just saying like,
0: so you actually sprayed it into your mouth.
1: I have it on my Facebook live. Yeah. What the fuck did that taste like? I mean, it was just, it was like, you know, it was really far away. You know, you still I took it like something. a champ. Yeah, I took it like something. a champ, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All so, right.
1: but even even my event planning business with Burnless Flame Productions, like you know, I haven't really been able to plan any events since the quarantine shutdown, except for I did my one um BDSM festival, yes, which was on seventy-seven acres of land. Thank goodness. Not a single person got sick. We were super spread out and it was great. But since then, I've just kind of been waiting. So until now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. yeah things are things are slowly getting back to normal and and like yeah. i said i don't want to gloss over that because people think oh well you know this store went out of business or this restaurant went out of business no
1: it's you know sad.
0: whether you patronize those establishments or not it's still a business it's still the way a lot of people made money a lot of you know ways
1: yeah,
0: you guys are a team you know you, you that's how you put food on the table and clothes on the back and when those kind of things close, that causes problems for people. It causes panic, you know, nervousness. I mean, you know, how does money going to come in? And this is where you get challenged because it kind of forced you guys to, you know, break out the creativity because along this time, and I'm kind of curious, and you may be able to school me here when only fans came out. Was that right after the COVID? Was that for COVID? Was that like a buddy to COVID to help it out? Cause it seemed like it was brought up and created at the perfect fucking time for all of you guys and gals. that was creative in this kind of thing and you needed an outlet and a way to express it. And along came OnlyFans. So
1: it's, I'm going to answer that in a longer, shorter version, but When I was webcamming, I started my Instagram and social medias and everything back then. Right. And I was selling out of my DMs the same type of content I am now. So I had those followers. You had a base. And then it was not actually right at quarantine when this happened. It was a few years before quarantine, I believe, that OnlyFans was created. And I actually went back and forth about creating one because... My art, you know, I've been modeling for almost ten years now, and it, I don't, I don't do it for anything except for to express myself. Right, and so I never wanted to put like a number on, you know, my art and sell it. Um, but then it got to a point where it's like, okay, you are in the house, you have no other way of making income right now. Um, everything is shut down and people are saying they will support you. Um, like you're going to be stupid if you don't do this. Right. So it thankfully um, at the same time, that was like right at the same time my article came out in the paper, Charleston city paper. So it was really able to help my fans just kind of boost up immediately.
0: Right, and you already had that yeah. base from, like you said, you were selling out of the DM, so you already had, you know, a customer base, yeah. so to speak, built up.
1: Yes, but I didn't start mine until like a week into quarantine.
0: Okay. Now, how do you do? You think that's a good thing for people like the OnlyFans, or do you? You know, I I don't I don't have an OnlyFans myself, but I'm assuming that they, you know, they're making money; they're taking a cut of each subscriber do you feel that cut is fair or is it, you know, a little bit on the high end? What do you think? I, and I know nothing logistically about this. So.
1: Um, well, I mean, that's a loaded question, right? But, um, you know, basically at this point, only Vans is, you know, 10 years ago, people didn't even know what a webcam model was right? at all. Like, obviously, some people did. But um, now you have even rappers, you know, singing about OnlyFans and mm-hmm. you're rapping about OnlyFans. You have people, you know, wearing T-shirts and say OnlyFans. It's become way more um, acceptable. OnlyFans in the past couple of years, because of its popularity, has definitely become one of the biggest platforms for online sex workers and it has become normalized by people, um, knowing friends and coworkers and things that they know that this is how they can support them.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's also something that's used by different types of content creators, not just, um, you know, not all my content is just right. purely that, mm-hmm. um, but it is the safest platform at the moment um, to put out your things without having to go live on cam. Right. So, but you can't go live there. It's just not like sitting a sitting duck waiting for people.
0: Right. No, I mean, I know there's, there is a lot of different types of content. I, I know there's like people that sell like, You know, ways to play like video games and shit like that on there that, you know, it's basically a lot of times what people were doing over YouTube and it was taking them so long to get to that monetized state to get paid for people watching it. They just transferred it to OnlyFans and everybody pays, you know, a fee or whatever. Um, I guess so that would be the next part of the question. Do you think the fees or whatever they are is fair?
1: Well, they've created a platform for me that I do not have to pay for. Right. Um, They, you know, do take a percentage, but it's in the grand scheme.
0: Not that, you know,
1: it's like having an IT person, you know, Um, eventually here soon, I'm going to be creating my own website where people can come there and kind of do everything through my website, but only fans has been extremely helpful. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's however much work you put into it, you will get return on it.
0: Oh yeah. Um, celebrities are even jumping on this bandwagon now. I it's, know. It's I love not it. um, you know, like you said confined to one area. I think uh no. you know, you know Bad Baddie. I think that's uh,
1: Bad the, who? The
0: Catch Me Outside girl. That would be better. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: Okay, her Instagram handle is like Bad Baddie or or something like that. She created a okay. uh, OnlyFans And I want to say like in the first fucking 24 hours made well over like a million dollars from the subscribers. I mean, that was like one month. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she's, people can say what they want about her and her antics and, and whatever, but she knows how to put asses in seats or fingers on mouses to click, so to speak, because she's, 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 she's got it upstairs. And I'll be honest with you. Her music, Isn't half fucking bad. I hear a lot worse played on radio right now. Her music is not terrible. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I actually, you know, people get upset when they're like, oh, you know, Cardi B's got one and -and so-and-so's got one. And I'm like, you know, they're bringing traffic to the site. I don't, you know, it's bringing attention to the site. And it's, again, normalizing this. Right. So it's become emerging more into being accepted in pop culture, even as a thing. So, go ahead, right? <laughs> was, I you don't have to be a sex worker to have an OnlyFans, like you right? Can be, because do whatever you want.
0: Because ten, like you said, five years ago, ten years ago, no one would go on there and publicly advertise, "Hey, I'm on this site, adult content." You know, come subscribe and and see it, and you know, see all the. Now it's almost you're looked at with a side eye if you don't have one and you're in the center. It's it's almost people do always
1: ask me you have an OnlyFans right right yeah and you know for the longest time you know people knew on my Instagram that I was an erotic and fetish model and that I am a worked for Federotica magazine and that was basically what I used that page for was just my modeling content but then that's when people would start asking me to make videos right. was when, when I would post that. And it's something that I have always been pretty open about with my social media followers that I do model with Fed erotic Magazine and beyond doing fetish and erotic modeling. And that's kind of how people got drawn to me to ask me to do content. So I was used to doing that. From webcaming, from this, and then basically that just merged into my OnlyFans, and you know some people would, I definitely had you know a few people that would say to me like I don't understand how your page just shot up and did so well so quickly, and I try to explain them. I'm like these people have been like my ride or die fans for years, like like I know you know, they're the ins and outs of their lives. Like, how are you doing? How's your dog? Like,
0: well, that's, uh, that just proves that, you know, it's not just about the money. Like I can tell in this interview and I'm sure other people can, you enjoy what you're doing. You enjoy yes, the expression. I, I, I the...
1: love people and helping right. people period in any way. And that's why I've been a wedding planner. That's why I've everything I do is, you know, <laughs> Being a music manager, everything is
0: what is a kit monroe wedding like?
1: Well, it was not a kit monroe wedding, okay. I actually went under a different name, Uh, but okay. Um, kit monroe weddings definitely are not. I mean, here's the thing when you're working with brides, you are making their visions come to life, right? Which I love helping people. When you have the same vision, though, keep reoccurring because everybody from out of town wants burlap and mason jars and shrimp and grits. And um you're just like, <laughs> like, I just should put it in my closet and just pull up, keep pulling it out and put it back. Like, so it just became really boring for my brain. Yeah. And. I mean, I still do love wedding planning and I will do it for certain friends and things and maybe do a few a year, but I do not want to go back to doing like 25, 30 a year.
0: Right now, event planning. You spoke earlier about that event you put on last year. What was the name of that event?
1: That was the second freak show, the naughty list. That was in December. Um, The the very first freak show was in October. Um, at purple Buffalo the year before. And it was the craziest uh, sight I'd ever seen as far as the community of Charleston coming out of the woodwork. It was amazing. And there were 350 people that busted through that door within the first hour. We aligned down the block. It was beautiful and everyone was so accepting. Sorry. My dog's like, I was like trying to figure out what my dog was doing, um, but you know everyone just was really accepting. It was like completely diverse crowd, and you know everyone just came as they were, and everyone just was. It was just love. It was beautiful.
0: So, was it a a millennial version of Woodstock, so to speak?
1: No. Well,
0: without the music, rather.
1: No. Um. So basically, I would consider it more like um, a multimedia show. Okay. So I will bring in local bands, local um, aerialists, rope artists, wax performers, and have them perf- uh, pole dancers. And basically incorporate all of them into this one big choreographed performance of a show.
0: Okay, so it's a show. It's more of a show. It is a
1: show. Yeah, and then there's lots of vendors that have, you know, whips and paddles, and um, there's even, you know, Lilith kids toy shop, and what is there? Uh, she is from. Charlotte and they have these like little Build-A-Bear things, but they have like ball gags and harnesses and whips <laughs> and crops. It's the cutest thing ever.
0: So it's a S and M Build-A-Bear or build a person shop. Yes. Okay.
1: Exactly. There's
0: a market for that. I'm sure.
1: There's a market and they were at the freak show <laughs> and they did well.
0: Now I bet they did. I really, mm-hmm. so you created and ran a, the freak show part two. Now this was kind of in the heat of COVID. How easy was that for you to get done or, or how hard rather, I guess I should say to get done.
1: Um, I am a huge believer in manifesting and being the master of your universe. So Mm -hmm. I was laying in bed basically feeling the worst I had in my entire life. I had double pneumonia after having COVID. Um, and it was early fall and I could only keep my eyes open for like five minutes at a time. But every time I opened my eyes, I was just like, oh my gosh, we're almost at the end of the year. And like, I haven't done anything because we all have been on lockdown. And so I just felt, you know, everyone had been asking me, please do another one. Please do another one. It's the, you know, most comfortable we've ever felt at an event. So I just finally was like, you know what, we're doing this. And so I picked the date 1212, do it from noon to noon, because 1212 are angel numbers. And I literally said to myself, and the universe, this is going to be the most beautiful day in December. And it was like 73 degrees. And, um, will I do it in December again, maybe not, but it was, it was what everyone needed at that moment. And right. it was beautiful.
0: So freak show part three. Yeah. or nay?
1: Yes. Oh, for sure. We're definitely doing freak show. Eventually I think will be something that I will do internationally.
0: Right. Well, I hope we get VIP tickets here. Absolutely. uh, And I
1: really loved, since I have started doing the freak shows in Charleston, how much the rest of the Charleston music community and beyond have started allowing, you know, burlesque dancers, pole dancers, and things like that to incorporate into their performances and allow a little sensuality and not, you know, Normalizing sensuality in Charleston, without it, it being, you know, like,
0: is right.
1: it's it's really beautiful to see. No. So this is Poppy. I don't know if I said that. I, she just wanted to come and say hi. She's got her Christmas bow on. She's, I
0: see that. <laughs> she's ready. So. No, I yeah. agree with you a hundred percent. It's, I'm a big proponent for it to go ahead and start getting normalized and socially accepted and not looked down upon and, and things like that, because, you know, you guys have a artistic mind already, and we've kind of dove into the things that you've done. I mean, you, you've covered a lot of bases here. You were in cam modeling, you know, regular gentlemen's clubs. And you said you modeled for, you know, BDSM magazines. Then you've done the only fans. Then, you know, you, you put on this event and then you put it on again during the challenging times of COVID. I mean, that's not, I mean, I I hate to keep saying in a way like it's degrading because it's not, it's a job, but that's not your average strippers work ethic over the period of, you know, 10 or so years. That's the, that's a little bit (laughs) more than that. So you, you're expressing more of your creative freedom in my opinion. And I'm sure you feel the same way.
1: Well, thank you. I, I love dancing and it's one One of my many hats that I wear, but the reason I love it is because it's allows me, I love to dance period. Like I'll I'll dance in my living room. So if I'm going to get paid to do it, why not? Why not? But, you know, at the same time, I, you know, I have so much I want to do in this world and, um, I, I will not stop until I'm done. (laughs)
0: that is a great attitude uh, (laughs) to have um thank you so what i know you said you've done a little bit you've got the kit show going on you 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 alluded earlier you got your hands in many things right now what is one of the biggest things we can expect from kit monroe in 2022
1: Hmm. um Gosh, that is so, that's a loaded question. I've had such a good 2021. um, I'm still trying to ride this wave and like, but um, I'm definitely going to be expanding my businesses as far as um, hopefully getting into more event production I'm definitely starting in the beginning of January going to be helping some other friends of mine in the local Charleston BDSM community to create some private events um, that are legal for anyone's wondering. Um, Hold on. Put my puppy down real quick. Um, So yes. Yes we are going to be doing that in an undisclosed location and we're going to try to start doing them twice a month. And I'm really excited.
0: Undisclosed location. So how would people, if they were interested in attending such an event, how would they go about getting that information? Or we haven't said that. They up
1: yet. should message me
0: message you. Okay.
1: They should message me. And, um, It otherwise they, if they didn't hear it from this, they would have seen it somewhere else and they'll know how to take care of it from there. But if you're seeing it on here, just message me on Kit Monroe on Facebook. You can message me there. Um, You can also message me on Instagram or my OnlyFans. Any of those are perfect.
0: So, a lot of things to look forward to in 2022 for sure coming up for Kit Monroe. So I guess we're going to get a little personal here for a minute. When your life is involved as much as yours is in this industry, doing these things, creating this content, does that make it any difficult for you to have like a personal, private relationship? I mean, I know that's got to be strained for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's definitely, um it's it's definitely makes life you know sacrifices and you have to realize that you know you may walk into a party you might walk into the grocery store and someone say you look familiar and you're like where from i <laughs> don't know and you know it's just it is what it is but A lot of people, you know, look at you as a fantasy instead of a human. Right. And obviously that's my job, but that's not my life. So. Have you ever. I'm very, very very careful who I share my energy with. Poppy. So, (laughs) yeah.
0: Have you ever had anybody that you were involved with like try to push you to get out or want to quit or.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, a few of them.
0: Well, now that we're doing this podcast, obviously they weren't successful, at least for a long period of time. No,
1: no. And they'll, and they'll watch it. So yeah. they know.
0: <laughs> now you, we mentioned off camera <laughs> before we got started. You were mentioning something along the lines of a sugar daddy conversation that you said we should bring up.
1: Well, I just want to really, really, if no one hears anything from me, we're about to be coming up on the holidays and it's super important as much as everybody thinks, you know, Oh, I'm five minutes from home. I can make it. I just had a few drinks. Don't, Let me backtrack. So um, a man walks into the club the day before Valentine's Day. He's wearing sunglasses, backwards hat, doesn't want to be bothered. The next day he goes and buys me a car in five minutes because we had to go to brunch, supposedly.
0: So you did speak to him that night. He was in there, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, he's he went to VIP with my friend and I.
0: Oh, okay. But, I was about to say, guys, must um, be a hell of a first impression to buy you a car and didn't want to be bothered. I was, <laughs> I wanted yeah. To okay. There was
1: no sex in the champagne room. He just was kind enough to have buy me a car. He was in a situation where his father was um, a uh, SEC college football coach. And he, his father died and he received quite a lot of money. And so it was a drop in the bucket and he really wanted to help me. When I met him, he had only been out of prison for two months. He had been in there for 10 years. He went in. Oh, Um, He was at a party. And got into an argument with his girlfriend. Ended up getting in his Range Rover, running over one of his friends at an after party. And he was drunk. And when he got out, um, the next day was Valentine's Day, as I told you. Right. My best friend says to him, you are going to deal with this again in a different way. It might be your mom. It might be your brother. I don't know. And I was like, dude, sh- shut up. why would you say that? You know, like we're on a date here. And he was like, just had to say it. And he, you know, of course it upset him. Um, And he has recently passed away as the passenger of a DUI accident. And um, it's, it's just unfathomable.
0: Right. So I'm assuming by that story that the person that he run over didn't make it.
1: No, it was a homicidal DUI.
0: Homicidal DUI. Yeah. Is, that, is
1: that what you say?
0: yeah i think it would be or vehicular manslaughter homicide something along those lines yeah
1: it was 10 years
0: right um there's a pro football player that's in the news right now for something similar he was traveling i think in a corvette and was rolling like i think i want to say they said he clocked him like 150 and he smashed into a couple of vehicles and one caught fire that had a mom and a think a kid do not quote me on this or bash me on the, uh, comments. I know a woman was in there. I want to say a kid too, cause she had picked her up from work. Um, I want to say it was the kid's aunt, but yeah, they all burnt in the car. So he's looking at some serious time, uh, later on down the road. So while we're here, less stress folks today is In our time, you know, a lot of things are up in the air. A lot of things is changing. But one of the things that's changed good is the, I I don't want to say invention, but the uh, availability for Uber and Lyft. Do not fucking drink and drive. If you got enough money to be buying booze and buying that top shelf liquor, going out and partying, go ahead and spend, set aside 40 bucks, 50 bucks and get the Uber or the Lyft. Yes absolutely yeah uh you know back in the day people did what they did it is what it is nowadays you do not have that choice i've got a daughter she's 22 now but when she you know turned 21 obviously i knew what was coming around the corner you know i knew they were going to start going out to clubs and things like that and I i just gave her like my app my password everything linked to my bank account i'm like i don't give a shit what it costs, what it rings up at. If you guys need a ride, you charge that you get your ride. Yeah. You come home.
1: It's, it's not, it doesn't matter. Your life is worth way more than that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and everybody else's lives. I mean, cause like you said, it can, it can ruin you. It can, you know, take away yeah. years from your life. One bad decision, yeah. one wrong. And move.
1: and he always was so insistent on making, driving that into me. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. And Mm. And every time I get in that car, I will never, ever not think about that. All right.
0: Well, when it hits so ho- close to home, sometimes like that with a personal friend or a close personal friend of yours, it, uh, it can resonate a little bit deeper as opposed to just hearing a story about somebody you don't know when it hits close to home, it seems to drive home a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's our PSA for this episode ladies and gentlemen do not drink and drive for sure yes, that's from Hollywood and Kit Monroe's PSA for you there um yeah well I think we're gonna wrap this up I mean everybody knows where they can find you at we'll go ahead and go over that one can more I time say
1: a few things a absolutely few things. you
0: can say a couple of things we're not we're not done
1: okay <laughs> okay. I thought you were just leaving me. No, Sorry, no, me my rejection not. issues. It's my bad. <laughs> um, so again, um, if someone's looking for a wifey, you know, like I'm ready. I do have some beauty expenses that have to be taken care of monthly. But right. besides that, I pretty much am self-sufficient. Um, and grilled cheese studios. I want to make sure everyone knows the Grilled Cheese Show's Instagram is the Grilled Cheese Show and their YouTube is the Grilled Cheese Show and they are the people who helped me create the Kit Show. They are my producers. We produce the show together. They do all the filming and editing and they are now open to the public and we are starting to do uh, music videos. We have a huge green screen of your possibilities are endless. We have um, an event space, um, you, you name it. So um, if anybody is interested in that, let me know. Also um, with the kit show, if there are anybody local that is a creative that wants to or or a local business owner that wants to promote their business message me, call me. I'm always looking for people because people are like, you have your own show. I'm like, it's called the kit show, but it's about you guys. Like I'm trying to promote the community.
0: Right. Ah, That's good. I mean, giving back, you know, that's what it's all about. And that's what people with creative minds do. They need to help each other and you know bring each other up get each other exposure it doesn't take long to build up a following and then all it takes is the right video the right idea and with today's time and social media it can blow up quick and you know it can be off to the races and that's another thing that's probably helped i think some people in your industry is the availability for social media because before you couldn't pull up somebody's profile and, you know, see them in such and such outfits. I mean, I know it's not quite the OnlyFans level, but you know, a lot of people that are like, there there's people that are literally Instagram models. That's their job.
1: Yeah. And back in the day, we, all we had to do was put a little heart heart, and we could post news right. I mean, on Instagram. So Instagram used to be a lot more, like OnlyFans in that sense. And then. Right.
0: So you can't you know, do that anymore? Like,
1: don't even tell your bra strap.
0: <laughs> so you can't do that anymore on the gram.
1: I mean, people definitely get away with murder on there. Right. No pun intended.
0: <laughs>
1: but, um yeah, it's it's. I try to be very careful because I have so much linked to those accounts that, you know, I don't want to post a picture that's a little risque and then i lose all my other stuff under it so but you know if my account gets deleted whatever i'll just start a new one i don't care it's been it's happened before (laughs) that's just part of the game
0: now twitter used to be kind of like that too where they i've seen a lot more risque stuff or pushing the limit stuff on twitter now than probably anything else facebook's quick to ban Uh, you twitter over anything
1: uh what what was that app that you could get on and uh, vines, yes. Twitter's like the vines of porn.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty wild. Now, what about, uh, what's the new one, this crick? Uh, the TikTok. Do you have a TikTok?
1: My producers at the Grilled Cheese Show were very insistent. Cam Johnson was like, You have to have a TikTok. Yeah. And I have one. Do I do it? Not really. Not really. I have been going back and forth. I'm like, do I need a manager or an assistant, <laughs> or an assistant manager, assistant to the regional manager? I don't know. Um, I wish Dwight Dwight Schrute was around, but um, I don't know.
0: Well, that could be an ad out there for anybody listening. Yeah. Know.
1: If anyone wants to be my assistant, <laughs> let me
0: know. That's right. Get in, the, get in the DMs, folks. Now, I want to tell you a quick story. Bye. I want to tell you a quick story before we wrap this up. I okay. used to sell some sports memorabilia to a guy. I'm not going to say his name, but he ran a bar in Mount Pleasant. And he told me, he was like, hey, you know, there's a a thing I go to every year in Columbia, South Carolina. He said, I think you could probably, you know, sell a lot of your stuff there. He's like, if you're comfortable. And I was like, Mm -hmm. like comfortable talking to people. Cause like I can talk to anybody. It doesn't really matter, you know? And he's like, well, more comfortable with the situation. He said, it's a nudist event. And I'm like, like, all right. So my interest has peaked and I'm like, all right. So it's. You know, like a, a show or a weekend or what, you know, a, like a, I didn't know if it was a one-time deal, what it was. And it's in pillion, South Carolina. You know where that is? It's like right outside of like Columbia. It's like an hour from the Gamecock stadium. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Uh,
0: this place is like, you have to obviously know where the fuck you're going because it's down like this long straight road, nothing but woods. And then there's a dirt road that leads to a gate. And then you're let in by somebody that obviously knows you're coming. But now back in there, it's like an entire different community. Like there's people that have campers set up that never leave. Like they stay there. And whenever they come back in town for this event, that's where they stay. And it is a whole weekend thing. They fuck, they have like bands and shit set up. They have vendors, they have food, they got pools, they party and it's called Nude Stock. I
1: didn't see this.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh my thoughts exactly. It's called Nude you Stock. You and I should go.
1: we, we can should making an adventure.
0: Well, it was called Nude Stock and I went. I did go. I went as a that vendor.
1: That's such a cute name. It
0: is. It fit. It fit. But I had Ugh, never I heard it. about this. It was it's one of the biggest nudist events in the world.
1: See, I'm not considered a nudist, right. I guess, because I don't, I mean, I guess I am. Like, I don't usually wear clothes unless I'm wearing lots of clothes right? or a D-string. But I've never been to a nude beach. My friend, Elle DeSoul, she's an OnlyFans uh, star, I would definitely call her. And I'm going to be going to see her in a couple months to make some content with her in Florida but she goes to a news beach there all the time, and she loves it. Um, So I hopefully will be going with her. But I, if, if there's one closer, let me know. Dude,
0: I, I have to see if it's still going on. This was probably like eight, nine years ago when I done this, and I went as a vendor because I was like, well, I'm curious, but like, you know, do you got to be naked if I'm there's a vendor? And he's like, no, you don't have to be. He's <laughs> like, it's it's all people's Native choice.
1: Vendors only.
0: Yeah, and I went and like. Everybody was naked and it was like, it was really hard to concentrate and try to like, try to even attempt to sell anything because it was sports memorabilia. So of course, a lot of what was coming up to you guys, there's not too many girls coming up to you wanting to sell sports memorabilia. So I'm I'm trying to like,
1: see what your deck of cards look
0: like. Right. And I'm just like, okay, this is a little bit, not exactly what I was envisioning, at least coming as a salesman, you know, maybe if I was a patron, I'd probably had a different experience. So needless to say, I didn't, I didn't stay very long and I went and I think I watched the Gamecocks get beat by Missouri that night on a college game day, but it was definitely an experience that, uh, I would like to go back to as a patron, not as a, a salesman. Cause I think that Yeah,
1: we should go. We uh, can do a full in an analyst.
0: analist. I, I, I think that's analyst. That's, that's analyst.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought
0: it was anal. My bad. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Oops, I All slipped right. that
1: one in again.
0: You did, it. you slipped it in the back Oops. door. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, does it, you want to let At any? You're
1: not the butt of
0: the joke. I, uh, good,
1: I'm right, done. I'm done. I promise. <laughs> I'm done.
0: Is there anything you want to let the listeners know? Anything you know that's on your mind? Anything that people you know. I know sometimes people get judged for being in this line of work. Um, What do you say to Um, the haters?
1: Haters just help your algorithm. Um, People do not, you know, I have definitely experienced some obstacles that I've had to just, you know, hop over. But um, sometimes the hop feels more like a climb but it's all in your attitude and I am all about just remaining kind to people and, um, trying to kill people with kindness. That's my murder method. There you go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Last question. Kit Monroe. I'm going to, I'm going to put a $5 bill down. That's not your, your governor name. How did you get that name? What? What? How did we arrive there?
1: Um. Well, my body. I will stand up because I have to make a point. <laughs> um. So, Kit Monroe actually is inspired by the women of the 1950s in America. Um, Kit was a very popular name during that time, and. I also feel like I have like a 1950s body style as far as more voluptuous. You Mm -hmm. can see like I have this like hippie thing Mm -hmm. going on. And Marilyn Monroe was one of the first women to make me after studying her realize, you know, I I grew up in the nineties where everybody was skinny, 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 stick thin. Right. And so to be able to, to learn about someone like Marilyn Monroe, who was the greatest sex icon in American history to the date. Um, you know, she was a size 14. Right. A lot of people and, do
0: not realize that.
1: Mm-hmm. She was a size 14, and she was absolutely stunning and so... I get comments a lot. People say to me, you know, like you are a real woman, which I'm like, okay, women come in all shapes and sizes, but I appreciate, you know, that people see that. um,
0: So, I mean, you you hit on that dead on the money. (laughs) Marilyn Monroe was one of, if not the biggest, sex icon ever, and she done it. She was the pioneer, the OG, if you will of doing that type of thing. Um, you done a paper on her. Uh, what did you conclude from the death? Do you think it was a overdose accidental or murder or what?
1: Hmm. Oh, Marilyn, I, I don't know. What's and your- I can't even, because I can literally go thinking yeah. about it. So I, I don't
0: know. We done an interview with a guy that was connected to the Chicago outfit. And he gives us some info of how he thinks that it was done. It's, it's pretty interesting. And it makes sense that it could be done that way too. And he also verified that, well, obviously her, her affair with John F. Kennedy was well publicized but she also had one with Robert. Robert was sent to break the affair off with John, to let her know she was not leaving her wife to see her, and then Robert wound up having an affair with her. Yeah. Yeah, so it went pretty deep, but uh there's there's all been all sorts of conspiracy theories and all, you know, involving that, but uh not the name suits you. Uh it definitely does and like you said earlier Sex symbol for sure is one of the most beautiful women ever, like in the world. And it's a shame that she in the world. went out the way she did, whatever the reason was, whether it was natural causes, whether it was some shady dealings, she probably had a lot left to give and a lot left to teach the people coming up after her. So it's definitely a shame that.
1: And, the, and the one thing that thankfully she and her legendary, you know, life has been able to, set a path for us even though she's not here she is teaching us every day
0: right well ladies and gentlemen i hope you learned a little something here in this sit down i hope you follow kit monroe on all her social media pages go ahead and subscribe to that instagram uh excuse me, the only fans i'm not sure if we have a way to put yes. a, a code in there or something don't even worry but just tell them hollywood sent you to the OnlyFans yes. over there. Where's that OnlyFans one more time?
1: OnlyFans.com, kit underscore Monroe.
0: Kit underscore. And go to my
1: Instagram, which is the Burnless Flame. In the top, I have my link tree to all of my links in there, which I will also have this podcast in there as well. So.
0: All right. Well, we will send you the link when we get this thing up. We are glad yes. you could stop by the show charleston local here doing her thing in the underground scene um
1: it's been an honor and i I really appreciate it and um i did i didn't know if you wanted to go over at all any of the crimes that i don't want to commit since i don't commit crimes but yes let's hear your,
0: your your top five crimes that you do not want to commit let's hear them
1: okay okay um, I do not want to open my neighbor's mail. Yep, yep.
0: That's that is cool.
1: a federal offense. It
0: is fucking with the law. And yeah. I don't
1: want their water bill.
0: No. Um, I don't so want my, my water dog bill. upset about it. Yeah, I don't blame him.
1: Um. Also, I will not beat my wife on the course to house steps on Sundays, which is allowed in South Carolina. Um, and I just refuse.
0: So, so, but you can do that if you wanted to, you wouldn't be breaking the law.
1: Yeah. You absolutely can. Well, you just need to um, say
0: you would not do it on any day other than Sunday.
1: Oh, you're right. Cause I'm not breaking a law. I'm breaking my own moral code. Correct. Yeah. All right. So maybe I, for me, laws and morals, they kind of just blur together. And (laughs) so, you know, I'm lawless. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Lawless. All right. (laughs) Well, I've had a blast kit. I'm sure this is not going to be the last time we sit down. Can I
1: plug Poppy's Instagram?
0: You sure can. Poppy's got an Instagram.
1: Yeah. Poppy's Instagram is life with Poppy Ann. it's Uh P-O-P-P-Y-A-N-N.
0: Now, what is that? What type of dog is is that? Her birthday is
1: January 26th. If anybody is wondering, she probably is going to make an Amazon list.
0: She is. A lot of milk bones and stuff. And
1: I just moved into a new home. Um, If anyone wants to buy a toaster or blender or anything, or, you know, I've got you.
0: Yeah.
1: Throw it my way.
0: (laughs) Now, what kind of a dog is that?
1: She is um, half dachshund and half chihuahua. I got her as a rescue when she was four weeks old. I had no intention of getting her. And all of a sudden, her little sweet puppy eyes were on my Facebook feed, and her mom stopped feeding her and all of her brothers and sisters, so I had to go get her the same day and bottle feed her for a month. So I'm pretty sure she thinks that I'm a chihuahua, dachshund, or that she's a human.
0: Huh? Well, they say dogs are uh, pretty close to humans. I've got a husky myself. He's uh, a, uh,
1: Oh, I love huskies. Oh, yes. yeah.
0: They, they shed an That's awful lot, but other than that, they're the best dogs.
1: Oh, I love Huskies. They're beautiful.
0: I go through like well, a my, vacuum cleaner every best, month. One
1: of my best friends, she's a local artist. She has uh, three Huskies that are like her poppy's older brothers and sisters and so we, we're,
0: we're huge fans. <laughs> husbands, I can't imagine. I go through a vacuum cleaner literally like once every two months. I quit buying the expensive ones because they would break too. So I buy like the cheapest one they have and it still burns up after like a month and a half because they suck wow. up so much damn pet hair. It's just, it's crazy. And I can't if imagine. If only they
1: else. could just vacuum themselves.
0: I mean, I, I have a video up of where I was running like the, uh, the roller extension that you use, like go over furniture. I was running that over him. And he loved it. He just laid there. I've done it for like 10 minutes. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, Kit, I'm glad you can stop by the show today. We're going to let you get on about your business. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm sure you'll stop by again and we'll have another sit down. There's a, a possible side project that we may collaborate on together down the road, but I don't want to give away too much info on it. But if we do, you will definitely hear about it on the kit show on crime and entertainment and folks i am hollywood wade that was kit monroe and unfortunately we are out of time see you here next week on crime and entertainment bye poppy say bye-bye well that is what i call an interview people now we hope everyone enjoyed that interview and like we said earlier in the opener, go out and subscribe to the OnlyFans for Kit Munro. You know, go out and subscribe to our channel as well, our YouTube channel. If you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, go do that. Please, please give us a like. That really helps our algorithm, helps boost us on up the charts. We're on Instagram as well. Go we'll give us a follow on there. And please, the YouTube channel. We're working really hard to put good content up on the YouTubes for you guys it is a lot of work. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea how hard this stuff was to put out a good product. Now, you can just upload any old thing and, you know, to the web with a click of a button, but to put out a good product with some good visuals and, you know, edit the right way and things like that, it's, it's not a, you know, one click process, folks. It takes a little bit of time. So we're not asking for, or I'm not asking for a dollar from you. Because uh, I'm not going to be showing some of the things that Miss Monroe is going to show you. I'm just asking for a like here. You know, go go throw a Hollywood a like. And whatever you work out with, Kit, that's between you two guys. But go ahead and uh, subscribe to her, OnlyFans, folks, like we said. Go ahead and give her uh, some support there. She's really got a lot of stuff going. A lot of stuff being brought to the Charleston market, like we talked about in this episode, where we're trying to take this stuff that's uh, considered taboo and you know, hidden and stuff like that. Obviously people do it. It's been going on for a long time. You know, there's a certain niche of people, but I think there's always been kind of backroom talk. You know, you, you were scared to let other people know that you were really interested in this stuff. And now it's kind of becoming more modernized and, you know, normal, if you will. Um, so I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, probably check out some of the uh, things that she has coming up. We'll advertise it on our social medias as well. You can probably follow it. I'm sure she's going to advertise it on hers. We hope everyone has a great, great 2022. 2021 was good for myself and the crime and entertainment family. Uh, we hope it was good for all you guys. But if it wasn't, it's a brand new year, folks. There's a lot of things we can accomplish. We got 365 days to do it. And that starts right now. And we want to thank each and every one of you guys again, like we said earlier, for tuning in each and every week, driving us up the charts if you got Apple, go on and give us a rating on there. Show us five stars. Give us a rating. Tell us how cool we are. Boost our egos a little bit. We certainly appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with an all new episode of Crime and Entertainment.